A man walks into a bar and it's empty. It's just him and the bartender. He sits down and orders a drink. He hears someone whisper, Psst, I like your tie. The man looks around but doesn't see anyone. Psst, that color looks nice on you. He asks the bartender, Excuse me, but are you speaking to me? The bartender rolls his eyes and says, No, sorry about that. It's the peanuts. They're complimentary. <laughs> How could you not love these dad jokes? Welcome to episode four of Crooked Halo Crew podcast. Uh, it's been a week. It's been a, actually about two weeks since I published an episode, and a lot has happened within then. A lot has happened within the last week. Actually, I think a lot of us were on edge, waiting to see who our next president elect would be, and we finally got our answer on Saturday. So, congrats to President Elect. Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Really excited to see what those two have in store. I'll be honest with you, I'm happy to get that guy out of there. Um, we'll go into that a little bit later on today because I have my own personal opinion of what's been going on in today's politics. In all truth and in, in, in fairness, I... I think even the last episode I told you I was having an off week, but I think the weight of 2020 has really started to take a take an effect on me personally. And with that said, I know when it's time for me to take a step back and recharge. And maybe that's the introvert side of me, even though I lean more towards extrovert. I needed to do that for my for my well-being because I'm no good to you all if I'm no good to myself. And I pride myself on being very genuine and and upbeat. I, or I would like to be upbeat. And so I just had to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate what I've been doing, kind of reflecting on the year and also planning, like, how do I want to finish this year? How strong do I want to finish this year? What's the plan for next year? What am I going to do professionally, socially, and spiritually? And that's one of the reasons why I took took a step back. And, and I even took a social media break for a couple of days because I've, I've told people this in the past. Like, whatever you visually open yourself up to, that's a form of nutrition. And social media can social media media can pack a punch and contribute to a lot of trauma if you allow it. So sometimes we don't even know why we feel the way we do. It's just because that our body is responding to what we've been what we've been digesting. And obviously your body responds better when you eat healthy foods, but your body also responds when you read more, when you're, you know, when you're aligned and, and and motivated and just 
allowing opening yourself to positive news and positive pages via social media etc and I needed to do that for myself I needed to kind of cleanse and purge and just kind of step take a step back because I know I have a responsibility or I've chosen to have a responsibility to you all but I've learned as I've gotten older that I need to be responsible for myself so that's why I took my break and maybe someone hearing this may realize that they may need to take a break too and and the thing about it too, like even with me with social media, like I follow nothing but positive pages. I don't really follow pages that make me log off quickly, contribute to anxiety, or could be a catalyst or a trigger to a depression spiral, and 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 become upset with the world. Like I'm really into like affirmations. I'm really into like pages like um what's it goldcast and just even my friends like I know which friends if I want to see something that's going to inspire me to do more I know where to go and that's just very important to me but I know also with social media like if you notice I try to respond to all comments I try to respond to to DMs I try to help and it it can it can be a lot um and I think I tend to overshare myself and so I want to continue doing that, but I need to grow into myself in order to share more. And so I took my break. Another suggestion for this podcast was, why don't you do a live random thoughts? And I'm like, you know what? I think that's a great idea. So what I'm going to do is actually share the first ever... I need to talk with this kind of bass for real. So I'm going to share my first ever random thoughts with y'all live. All right. Random thought number one. Until I figure this life thing out, I think I'm going to enjoy the moments when I'm lost. I can't waste my life away. I just can't. Sometimes I feel like I am. True story. I need to chill. Number three. There is a yesterday's me, today me, and future me. Each of them will have a past they are not always proud of. Each one of them has a part to play in building my better future. Crooked. C-R-O-O-K-E-D. Halo. Number four. It won't be until many are old and gray that they realize that they use social media completely wrong. Or truly understand how much social media used us. Number five. When emotions bleed, they don't always come in the form of tears. Number six, I don't want you to escape to me. Be a f- be free so you can escape with me. That's what love does, springboards. Seven, give yourself grace. The world is already unkind. You don't have to be so tough on yourself. Number eight, even though being single may not have been a part of the plan, it can be a part of the love story. There's this Latin quote, um, I don't, I'm not Googling right now, but when you translate it, it goes, in time, all this pain will be of good use for you, good use to you. And that random thought reminds me of that one. Like Sometimes we get so hung up on our present, we don't realize how much that's a building block to tomorrow. So 
That's why I said it may not have been a part of the plan. Where you are may not have been a part of the plan, but it will be a part of the love story. I like that one. Number nine, do you, be you, and have a blast doing it. I'm going to sip some wine to that one. Number 10, life is promising but won't make you any promises. Yo, why did I do that sound effect? I am so fucking weird. Number 10, life is promising but won't make you any promises. Number 11, find your happy place. Own it. Keep it sacred. It isn't an Airbnb, so you better choose your company wisely. I meant Airbnb. Sorry, I'm slightly tipsy. Number 12. My emotions are always heavy. Sometimes I wonder how far I would travel or I could travel if I didn't have to carry the weight. Number 13, my fantasy team is too good to be this terrible. Damn it. I'm two and six. About to be two and seven. And I got some all-stars. Number 14, that's it. So... Those are some of my random thoughts. Thanks for... This is my first ever random thought session. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that wasn't so bad. I'll actually do... I'll actually do that again. All right. So, I guess this is Crooked Halo Classroom. But I wanted to kind of just touch on... On what's the state of America with... How am I feeling with, with the changing of the guards, Right? Like, it, it's evident. I am not secretive in who I support. And my... I know you're not supposed to hate anyone, especially someone that I don't know. But my extreme dislike, damn near no, it's probably hate for that guy that I don't even want to say his name, right? I just don't understand, though. Like, so in my opinion, you have the right... To vote for whoever you want to vote for. Period. You know, I know who I wanted to vote for. Nationally, locally, etc. Like, that's my choice. My people have fought to give me that right. It is never taken for granted. And you have anyone, everyone else has that same right. I just don't understand when did being a Democrat being a Republican, when did it become a fucking gang, right? When did me sharing who I support have to yield such negative energy from people, you know? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't like what Trump represents. I don't even like sometimes what Trump supporters I don't even know why they do, but you know what? That is your fucking choice if you are a Trump supporter and you listen to this podcast. Because at the end of the day, we are the people. And whoever is in that seat, which I didn't see for the last four years, has to serve all people, regardless of whether or not they they voted for them. But I just know that some snarky ass haters are always going to come after me. And it's been happening for the last four plus years. Every time I say I'm in support, I've never once. Stop cursing, Jay. You got to stop cursing. I'm trying. But 
why does it have to feel like it's Bloods versus Crips? I I don't get it. Like we're grown, or we're supposed to be adults about this. At the end of the day, whatever I say is gonna come from a from the perspective as a from a male and a black male. And my experience here, and an observant male too, right? And we know that James Baldwin quote to be aware in this country is to be in the state of rage at all time, right? It's it's so frustrating to watch the hip to witness the hypocrisy and to hear people that preach this this love of con love of country rhetoric in a sense because it's not true or I don't personally I don't understand how you can love your country and not love the country's people all of them that does not work it's like how do i say i love being home or when i'm with my family i if i when i lived with my family how could i say i love home and hate my family members and call that home and it's just so it's just crazy it's like left right and it it stems from so many levels from government i have my opinion of government. I hate the fact that regardless of who, who's in the seat, there's no bipartisan effort. Like there's no reaching across the aisle to serve in the best interest of the people. I think media has a lot to play with it, but I'm just watching what's taken, what has taken place in this country. And it's frightening. And I don't know if someone or how someone who cares about the safety of themselves or their family and looks like me, how can they not have entertained the thought whether or not they should stay here? Is it worth it? It's just become this bully, this bully fight, and I just don't understand why it has to be this way. Why can't and to be honest with you, like this system wasn't designed for people that look like me, period. And so I have my own separate opinion about that, and I will talk about that later on. But the shit doesn't have to be what it is. And there's so much room for change, and America constantly shuts the door. For what? And without, and I'm talking about sometimes, I'm talking about Americans that don't look like me. And sometimes shutting the door, you're shutting the door on yourselves too. And the lack of, research the lack of education the knowledge you're like you don't even know what you're shutting out sometimes this country has a long way to go the electoral co college process is is extremely archaic and the fact that we had the most diverse panel of candidates and we still only had to choose at the end of the day was had to choose from trump and biden was concerning and disappointing when thinking bigger picture and what we can accomplish through a more modern or somewhat innovative voting process. There doesn't have to be this divide and this rift between the left and the right because the majority of us aren't so... The disparity between our political views aren't so broad, aren't as broad as we think they are. I have views that lean to the left. I do have some conservative views that lean to the right, 
right? And at the end of the day, I just want someone that's in, I want someone in place that is just going to represent me correctly. And, you know, actually, last episode I introduced giving roses. Like, you can either give hella roses. Like, I want to give roses out to those who voted. I want to give roses to Stacey Abrams for what she went through and experienced and pushed through to empower voting in Georgia. Like, yo, I want to give her her roses now. And I want to give you your roses too, those that went out and exercised your voice. But until we get to the point where we can simmer our emotions and have intellectual conversations and discuss what we need to do because it's not about you and it's not about me, but it's about us, we will get nowhere. And this isn't the America of old either. So even though the system wasn't designed for me, I am here. Period. My people are here. Period. And we're not going anywhere. Period. So let's work that out. And to those naysayers that says, oh, my vote doesn't count and my voice doesn't matter. I kind of get it, but yo, it's BS. Because change is happening. Change isn't as immediate as we want it to be. But at the end of the day, in my entire lifetime, if I sat in the back of the bus, it's by choice, not by rule, not by enforcement. I don't know what it's like to be in school and to not be able to drink water from this water fountain. I don't know what it's like to be in the community and have to walk around the neighborhood just to get across the street because at because of my color, I wasn't allowed to walk along that crosswalk, which happened in Brooklyn, happened in Canarsie, which is now predominantly black. I don't know that. And all of these things happened within the last, what, thir- like four, no, not that now. But 50, 60 years, 70 years isn't a long time. So change is happening, but change is slow. But it's happening. But we need to start meeting in this middle and start having these conversations and not, and stop being so loyal to our party that we're disloyal to our neighbors because that shit is bullshit and we need to quit that ASAP. And that's my take on that. I am not a political pundit, but I have political opinions. <laughs> and I just shared I just shared mine. So there goes that on my podcast about America for now. But I am going to get deeper, going to go deeper on my experience and opinion on this country. What else? Before I end this week's podcast, with tradition, I have been going back and reviewing a recent post on social media. So let's see. What date is it? I don't even know what date it is. This one is from November 1st. And when asked, what do you love about me? I thought you were measuring my feelings towards you. You weren't. You wanted to know what I saw. You need a reminder about the good you had to offer. You wanted to be on the other side, my side. I didn't notice then. You were looking to find a way for you to love you too. I love this piece. And it 
it also stems back to um one of the random thoughts when we're often our toughest critics and we have to learn to give ourselves grace and uh, oftentimes we ask questions because we're insecure about our feelings on said answer and uh, sometimes we're so once again hypercritical about ourselves we tend to look to the one that chooses or selects chooses to be in our space and wonder like why are you here and because we're so tough sometimes we need a reminder because they see what we often have forgotten they see the beauty that you've seen every day that has faded in time and sometimes you just need a partner that's just going to be an eraser of doubt a crayon of hope right um and you want, you doubt, like we often sometimes are so tough on ourselves that we forget how to love ourselves. And until we're in a position when someone is loving us deeply and we're forced to meet them there, to love them back, to love ourselves again, and to love what we can do. And that's, that's love. And so... Yeah, that's, you know, some of the background of that piece. It's I've been there and and sometimes when you take a step back, you realize that you know, you were I was more than a boyfriend to her. I was a mirror. And she just wanted to know how to love herself too. So yeah, I love that piece. But yeah, this is episode 4 of Crooked Halo Crew. And I hope it's a good one. I'll play it back, I guess, eventually and post it. But thank you for tuning in. I I think I'm full. So I anticipate posting this week, later this week, and next week. Let's see how that goes. All right. But thank you for tuning in. Episode four. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.